This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was printers. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiore. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 114. 114, Bill. Adam, something new just happened. What? I had a little burp before I said episode 114. <laughs> yeah. Up until this episode, it was smooth sailing on those sentences. <laughs> Not- and this was the first time someone threw a handful of tacks in front of my car. I, I swerved. Uh, I swerved. I feel like I got around it. I got to tell you, you swerved seamlessly because I did not notice the obstruction. Even for a beat, I didn't even hear any catch in your throat, any mini burp, any swallowed burp, nothing. I'm curious, so on, the, I'm curious on the playback because <laughs> yeah. there's few – I guess when we have these conversations, we do just tend to talk pretty seamlessly. Yeah. But there are little moments where I'm like, uh-oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and like little red flags pop up in my mind and I'm like, how do you get yourself out of here? That was a new one. Yes. The burp. The burp. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I think uh, – I mean I haven't diagnosed your my brains individually, but I would – go on a limb and say that I, my brain is maybe a little more frenetic and ADD than maybe yours is. And okay. I, I, every day, it's a, str- it, it's a constant struggle of stay present, Adam. Don't let your mind run away do you from have red the moment flags? that you're in. Do you have red flags where you're like, uh-oh, uh-oh. So, yes. Or you do? Yeah, of course. Really? Sometimes I'll just like find my, find my mind wandering and I'll be like, oh God, what are we talking about? Well, right. But not just yes. in this, I mean, in this podcast, right. sure, but just in life every day all the time. That's constantly. real. That's real. I was once having lunch with the staff of uh, Talk Show, the game yeah. show, and somebody was like, I second guess every decision I ever make. Yeah. And even the decisions that I don't make, I then constantly replay in my mind how they could have gone differently. <laughs> and I was like, I don't relate to that at all. Yeah. I feel like once a decision is made, at least for the most part, yes, 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 you know, of you course. could feel comfortable about it. Yes. And everyone else around the table was like, same, 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 same. And I was like, wow, people's minds are always reeling. Are always reeling. Always Wait, turning. they were saying same about your colleague's comment, not yours. About their exactly. – yeah, about my colleague's comment. Yeah. I think you're the outlier here, Bill. <laughs> I, that's, that was, I thought everyone kind of moves at the same pace. Apparently not. But, uh, yeah. Now I have burps. Now you have burps. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's episode 114. Yeah, man. 113 was with Rami Youssef. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah. He's really, really a – such a deep, deeply kind human being. Yeah. He's, like, ki- he's kind on the inside. Yeah. He was – I posted a picture of the three of us yeah. uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram handle at Billy Scafuri. Get it? Follow. Get there. Um, he <laughs> he is the most, he received the most, I received the most private messages, direct messages from people saying, ooh, he's hot. No kidding. Of all of our guests. Yeah. Of the 114, he stood out Get as a, the ooh, he's hot. You hear that, Rami? You heartthrob. I think he got three ooh, he's hots. What a bodacious babe. Here's the thing about Rami. He he does ooze sex appeal because he is really confident. He's super comfortable in his own skin. Yep. And he's a, he's a humble, charming delight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when, and when he agrees, he says it like this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He has like – If you can tr- talk like that. Yeah. If you could just like lean back in your – yeah. Yeah. You're the man. Yeah. There's – it's a very fine line with vocal fry. It's like sometimes vocal fry is like, oh, that's the coolest person that's ever lived Matthew McConaughey style. That's true. But then sometimes vocal fry can tip into insufferability. But yeah, Rami has the sweet, sweet vocal fry that makes me want to be his good friend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a good episode if you haven't listened to it, Writing for Yourself with Rami Yusuf, yes. episode 113. Yes. Uh, listen to it after this episode. Yes. This episode, yes. Adam. 
Like always, we reached out to Twitter a few hours before and we said, yep. hey, gang, we have no ideas. What are you thinking about? What it is. And yeah. we got one rock solid <laughs> response. Yeah. And we're going to run with it. It's in the uh, vein of wallets. Yep. It is. I know you guys have been asking for wallets, wallets part, part two. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. <laughs> Just trying to find the perfect guest with the perfect pocket. Perfect wallet. <laughs> but until then, someone said 3D printers. Printers. And we thought, why not just printers? Printers. Printers. Something we all deal with and are all frustrated by all the time. Printers. Printers. I remember growing yeah. up. Yeah. When we, I don't know if my computer initially had a printer. My first experiences with printers were in the school library. Same. And they had the sides with the dots. Do you remember those dot sides? There was perforated edges. You know it. And I think the dots ran on the reels. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It was almost like a train track. It was like train tracks. And we would then take, uh, we would like uh, peel it off yes. and start folding it. That yeah. was my first experience with printers. Yes. I have no idea what I needed to print on those things. Yeah, really. What? Term papers, book reports. Right. Yeah. It w It is true. I, my, a very, 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 very analogous and similar situation. We did not have a printer in the home. Right. Uh, we had a computer. Then we got like a weird computer, like a desktop, and still we did not have a printer. Printer, the printer seemed like this fancy add-on. Well, did the printer come after the internet in your house? <laughs> the printer definitely came after the internet. In wow, okay. absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Because again, like I don't know what we were. It's not like my parents weren't really working from home. They were both school teachers. They didn't right. really need to like be like printing out files and documents. That's right. They just didn't need that. What years are we talking about right now when the printer might have been uh, brought into the house? So this is, for me, it's going to be like around the year 2000. 2000. Like 99, 2000, which Got is it. probably late in the printerscape. Got it. Where, 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 when are you getting your printer? Right around the Ish. same time. Yeah. I imagine that we had the same households growing <laughs> up with the uh, home desktop. That's right. Yep. <laughs> uh, My parents still use that very same desktop. Black and white. Yeah. But there was that was the only thing you could print. It was going to be pixelated black and white. I remember when we got the printer thinking, oh, I'm going to print out pictures of Bart Simpson ASAP. <laughs> like With the full crystal, yellow. Yeah. Yeah, like, baby. This is what my mind desires. I'm going to hit print on this awkward picture, and it's going to print the entire page on the website yeah. by accident yes. with the Bart Simpson <laughs> black and white. <laughs> Yeah, that was always the best. It's like those first years of printing where you just print the website page. Yes. Where it's just like the e – Banner ads included. <laughs> we don't know how. The printer doesn't know what you want, and we don't know how to tell it what we want. One of my more pathetic Allen Iverson, in quote, posters was a printed yes. out – Like just his like player profile sheet on ESPN.com. Right. Just like the most Ooh. basic like player profile page. Yeah. And I remember printing it out. That is that is someone trying to <laughs> – Figure out what is my relationship to printers. What do what can I use the printer for? What's in it for me, printer wise? And uh, there was yeah. also it was like definitely not laser jet territory. No, like I like I want to call it bubble jet, but I don't yeah. know if that's what it was either. But it yeah. was this where if you did print out a picture yeah. in like steady black and white, yes, it was wet, wet, the heavy. Like if you held the page up, it sunk. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, it was wet. Of course, not pleasant. Yeah, no, it was. Like, yeah, it's true. The printer ink had, like, real soggy weight to it. And right. And you would, like <laughs> – Right. And you would have to just kind of, like, wait for it to dry a little bit. Yep. And, yeah. And also, not to mention, 
his early days of printing, just the ex- – I mean like if you dare to print something in color, yeah. just that is a almost a 90-minute commitment. Right. You are, you are like sitting right. by the printer. And like what do you need to be printing in color? Like <laughs> need. Simpson. Yeah. Like your pie chart can probably exist in some sort of gray Shades scale. of gray. Right. Shades of gray. But that said, Adam, like four or five years later, yeah. we started getting good at printers. Yeah. And we all needed – a color printer. A color printer. Uh, I remember that was a cool thing. Yeah. I was in line with the kiwi strawberries. Yes. If you had a kiwi strawberry in the fridge, if you had a color printer, you were a cool family. Definitely, definitely, definitely true. Absolute early internet status symbol was color printer in the home. Yes. A color printer in the home was the ice machine in the refrigerator door. It right. was just like a little extra. Mwah. And then advancements kept happening. Yes. And then it started becoming a fax machine. Yes. Do you remember when printers could kind of be fax machines? Yes, when you I could do. type a phone number into the screen of the printer. Did your home printer, was it also a fax machine? Were you ever faxing? No. No. I, I think at some point in my life, I did have a printer that yeah. had the fax capability. Yeah. But I think me and the printer distributor both knew, come on. Come on. Hey, come hey, on. honestly, come on. Right. You're not going to use it for that. Never faxed. But then it kept going at Yes. And now we're circa 2008, 2009. Yes, yes. Scanner included on the printer. Major, major. Now it comes to a little lid you can lift up, which is in and of itself kind of a fun game. And that is where I suddenly was like, oh, now I have a photocopy machine. Yeah. Now I have a scanner. Yes. The printer suddenly started becoming like the cell phone, where it was like, oh, all these things are growing out of, it was just a phone. And it's a map? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the printer sort of became this like three or four usage in one thing. It was also very fun because now I had that glass plane. Yeah. You couldn't really find one of those x-ray glass planes where you could scan an image. That's right. And now you had one in and the And now house. you have one. Yeah. yeah. I'm still kind of amazed by that technology, honestly. It's still, I know it's like sort of like goofy and the, like printers and like scanners and fax machines feel dated now. But right. honestly, the magic of the, like that a fax works. Right. It's still, I'm not over that yet. Can I know you, it's 2018, but I'm not over that. Can you, can you guess how a fax works? Dr- all I know, I mean, the only, my only real experience with fax machines was when I worked in the Zingagram Signal Telegram office and we were faxing things constantly, receiving faxes, constantly scanning things all the time. It's been about 100 episodes since we probably brought it up. Just a log line of what Zingagram was and then take us into why and what you were faxing. Sure. So my college summer job my, on my summer and winter uh, breaks home from college, I was a singing telegram and a children's birthday party entertainer for a company called Zingagram. Big surprise. Big surprise. The company consisted of me and the owner, full stop. So. <laughs> So that was the entire a small business, a very, very small business, two person large, you would say. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, she had because it was her business, she had like multiple of these ba- early day, early ish days printers oh. that were printers and fax machines and scanners. So would she be getting in documents saying I need uh, Mr. Mouse? ASAP? Correct. That's how her business would sometimes be coming in? Yes, because the, again, the business model and listeners who have heard this have heard this. Uh, but, you know, we, people would call the office and they would say, I want to have a birthday party for Billy. I want to give him a telegram. Right. And we would say, give us all the personal information about Billy. And sometimes they would give it to us over the phone. Okay. Sometimes we would fax More them. practical. More Just practical. have it already on the page already. We have like a personal information about your buddy form. That right. We would fax. Yes. Very frequently fa- be faxing. And you're faxing? I'm faxing. So you were fax savvy at one point. I, 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 only in this office context, I was fax savvy. And then it was a miracle. And now, years later, it remains a miracle to me that it works. At what age were you fax savvy? What age were you? So this is college. So this is 18 to 20 was my fax heyday. Never knew you had a fax <laughs> time in your life. I was fairly fax capable, again, for these this like three or four year window. Would you say that in your group of friends, so you would leave home and you'd go see your friends, whatever. Yes. Amongst your friends, were you the most fax savvy? And I don't even mean to sound 
uh, like braggadocious, but yeah, really? Yeah, dude. How, how many fax machines do you think were in Voorheesville? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, again, I think that like, like the were upper... they ubiquitous? Even not just Voorheesville, but like, were they ubiquitous? I don't know. That's a good question. It's like again, a fax machine in the home seemed weird to me. Like friends, your dad had... needs to be a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Your mom needs to be a lawyer. Exactly right. That was the, that was my sort of childlike assumption. Still, okay. Last question of y- the act. Yes, please. For you, please. And I know there's no objective answer. I'm just curious what you think, please. At their heyday, yeah, love that expression. At their heyday, hey, did pe- did more people have a fax machine in their home? Yes, or a phone in their car that oh, was mounted oh, in the car. Oh, baby. Remember those? My parents had the phone, not the fax. The wow. Phone, the phone. They had the phone? They had the phone. It literally was never used. I was about to say. <laughs> it was not <laughs> once. Many. You never saw them use it once? Did it, it work? Uh, questionable <laughs> literally never bothered to find out we got the it was like a deal we got the phone my dad was very safety concerned safety yes. if we get an accident with the phone this is pre-cell phone obviously not once used not once dialed placebo effect as long as there's a phone near us it doesn't even total, need to work total placebo. we're safe total placebo effect. okay so i would say what's more ubiquitous the in-home fax machine or the car phone awkward at their heyday i'm gonna go car phone i wow. think i mean that's that, fax the use of fax machine in yeah. the home i don't know yeah i don't know either I just feel Both like were foreign to my family. Both of it, you didn't have a. Neither phone. were on any sort of like map. There was no roadmap to getting us a fax machine or a car phone. There was no way in. Yeah. So, okay. First act of printers <laughs> in the book. We're thinking about that. Yeah. People learned a lot about our print history. I think so. Print history. Okay. Print song. Print. Of course there's print. Sir. Print. Print. Of course there's print. Sir. Sir. <laughs> Of course, there's Prince. Prince. Um, anything else, Adam? Any printer song? Print. I, I'm, Scanner. Yeah, I don't know if we want to go down this road. Fax. But, but uh, fax. Fax. Fax machine. Mickey Fax. Mickey Is fax. Mickey Fax someone? He was a rapper, right? He's a rapper, I think. Can't really point to anything with Mickey Fax. We don't need to play this music, but I do just want to give a shout out to our mutual friend Brendan Shields. Oh. Who he uh, is a very talented musician and a brilliant person in general. And his college, one of his college products, uh, projects, sorry, uh, was making a, a music album and he made an entire album that was comprised of exclusively office sounds. Whoa. Printers, fax machines, Is it available staplers. On- online? I think it probably is available online. Not mm-hmm. totally sure. Okay. Do you but- think that he has a file of that song that he could get to us before this episode has to yeah, go live. I think I, th- I think chances are are good. Okay. I think chances are good that he so could. So this is what we're going to do. Adam. Yeah. We are going to assume that that's there. Yeah. In the event we don't do it, we have to play Banana Phone. Okay, that's the rule. That's the rule. If we can't get in touch with our friend Brendan to get this deep cut college project audio wave file. From 15 years ago. Good luck us. <laughs> you guys are getting Banana, banana Phone.
welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was either our dear friend Brendan's music from many years ago or Banana Phone. Ring, 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 ring. And Banana Phone. Great song. <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win for you guys. That You said it in the act break. That's a great default yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. We could just always default to Banana Phone. Yep. Banana Phone, something about the silliness and uh, the food-based silliness that is, it captures our essence. Speaking of food-based silliness, Alex, <laughs> yes. we uh, often ask for gifts. Yes. We like stuff. We like getting stuff, receiving mail. And then eating it. <laughs> we haven't met many of you. We've eaten it all, guys. <laughs> no sort of tests have been given to the food. We yeah. eat it. You give it, we eat it. That bread loaf we got with the goobers is gone. Yes. It's gone. 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 Been gone. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. We now have another box in the studio. Package in the studio today. Uh, it's the second act of the No Joke Podcast. Yep. This is usually when we start opening up boxes. <laughs> opening up gifts. Adam, uh, tell us about the box on your lap. This is a good-looking box from Amazon Prime. Uh, this comes from one of our dear friends, James, up in San Francisco, who has mailed us many a gift before. Thank you, James. Forever in your debt. Um, this is, uh, again, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the printing. Speaking of printers. Wow, you're right. That I just want to give a shout out to just the, the text and the font of the address printing, Billy and Adam Care of Headgum, 1308 Factory Place. It's really nice. It's just a nice, solid, bold, I want to call it maybe a 20 or 22-point font. You're right. And it just looks good. That's a laser that, jet. That, yeah, exactly. This is the second act of the No Joke Podcast, and we talk about our present lives. I'm just going to put it out there now, guys. Billy Scafuri yes. owns a black and white laser jet. I've learned my priorities. I learned what I need from my printer. I need pinpoint precision, and I don't need color. You, I have a laser jet. It's interesting that you don't even want the option for color, because. but to your previous point, it's like bar, the, the, the pie chart can be shades of gray. Nobody, no one needs it. There's no business associate that I ever plan on working with that's going to say, Billy, why didn't you print that on your home printer in color? Great point. What, I can't imagine a circumstance where I am printing something so important at my home and then bringing it somewhere and handing, having to hand that file that to it another needs human. Color. Yeah. Billy, yeah. it's in black and white? Yes. We have scanners now. We have PDFs now. I'm not concerned. It's really almost a bummer. I mean, it's not a bummer, but it's almost a bummer that color printers, which were like truly, like we were just saying, like 1997, this yes. was the cutting edge of technology. Yes. This was the coolest, fanciest, most futuristic thing that you, that existed. Agreed. Color printers. Yes. And now they are absolutely obsolete. It was novelty. Yeah. We yeah. had to figure out. We, yeah. were the, we were the test patients yes. on the printers. We yes. had to figure out what we actually needed from we them. We don't need the sharp yellows Not to the mention, pinks. paper is dying. Paper's pa dying. We don't need paper as we much. We don't need it. It's like it's less of a currency. So yeah. the things that work with paper, yes. of course, they're all disappearing. But now I, now I have a black and white laser jet. Laser jet. Much like, I believe, James Thomas, who printed on the package yeah. you're about to open. And you can see the results. The results speak for themselves, to be honest with you. It's handsome. Yep. It's handsome. Yep. Should I get into this box, Bill? Adam, you get into it. While okay. you're getting into it, I will vamp by telling people that I'm brother loyal. If you guys are looking for a good printer, yes, I'm brother loyal. Oh, brother's your brand. Th that's my brand. Brother, brother. One of the funniest brand names of all time. Brother. <laughs> one of the one of the funniest <laughs> names of a brand for anything. It's weird because I don't know what Hewlett Packard means, <laughs> but somehow that's more normal than the word brother. Brother is tough. We all know what a brother is, except in this context. <laughs> this is the this one is my brother. <laughs> Imagine walking. <laughs> This is my brother, printer. This is my brother. <laughs> this is my sister, Kristen, and my brother, printer. God, Billy. Now, I'm, if, I'm... if someone walked into a room, and in that room, my sister 
and a brother printer were in that room, I would say, this is my sister Kristen and my brother printer. Um, the printer itself is brother capitalized. Can you can you I think it's lowercase b. Oh, baby. I think it's fun. Just a little I think it's fun and curvy. Yeah. Um, but I'm brother loyal. You're you're totally brand loyal. Though I will say one Almost thing there. that I've learned about printers, yes. as I continue to vamp, Adam is breaking – I think he's broke two or three fingers I got now. this. One thing I'll say about printers, and maybe this isn't the appropriate time to do it because it's much more captivating to watch Adam try and open this little I got box. It. We're okay. here. We're well, here, James. Okay. We'll come back to my point in a second. Great. What's in the box, Adam? Okay. I am taking out some uh, protective paper. There is bubble wrap. Speaking of bubble jet. Okay. We do have a little bubble wrap. On bubble wow, theme. This is, there's a lot going on in here, Bill. Really? There's a lot going on in here, Okay. Man. Uh, there's a note that maybe I, can, uh, maybe I can give to you. It is addressed to Billy E. Adam. Billy E. Adam. Bilingual. Or Billy V. Adam. Billy versus Adam. Billy V. Adam. Could be. Wow. Should I read this and then you tell us? I think it might. Sure. Yeah? Okay. Billy and Adam. Sending you a British invasion of some snacks for fun size and maybe no joke. I was born and bred in England, but spent my teenage years in the U.S. Wow. So I consider myself a connoisseur of both candies and sweets. Nice. Super producer Marissa might also know – Marissa downstairs in yep. the headgum office. Super producer Marissa might also know some of these, given that Canada is Commonwealth is the Commonwealth bud of England. Yep. I've sent you a variety of snacks, so it's not really following the heads-up format of fun size, but I'm sure you'll enjoy them regardless. I'm loving both shows, but work has been a bit crazy, so I can't keep up as regularly as I'd like. I instead binge listen to a block of no joke or fun size once or twice a month. Looking forward to what you have to come with all of your podcasts. James, at Not A Comedy Agent. Wow, James. At Not A Comedy Agent. If you're looking for someone to follow online, truly, sweetheart right there. Man, oh man. For someone who doesn't listen to our show that frequently, you are listening to our show all the time and we appreciate it. Yes. And thank you you for shouting out Fun Size. Yeah, really. As a quick reminder, we have a second podcast. It's on Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash nojokepod. Adam, what is that podcast about? So Fun Size, we take two similar candies and we pit them sort of head to head against each other and we judge each of them on four metrics. The metrics of packaging, presentation, taste and risk and then we pick a winner uh, to determine which one you should grab if you're in the need for some quick candy there you go yeah. it's a candy competition podcast yes that said it costs a couple bucks so if you guys were ever looking to throw into the online tip jar that is patreon please for do. me and adam's podcast yes helps keeps the lights on for no joke please do so at patreon slash no joke pod and those fun size episodes are coming out tuesdays yes those are coming out every tuesday every tuesday 20 minutes to listen to us compete for candy a little fun size podcast okay uh, okay with the, speaking of candy i mean billy this this is a literal treasure trove. What's in the box, this is Adam? A tre- what's in the box? All right. First, we have Maltesers. Some really nice looking. This has got to be from the UK. Some okay. crazy looking malt balls. Okay, malt okay. balls. Sort of off-brand Whoppers. We have Arrow. Oh. Nestle's Arrow Peppermint. This is like a light Oh for 2. Oh for 2 on the can. I've never heard of either of no these. No recognition. This okay. is exciting. A lot of these might be from across the pond. Okay. All righty. Here uh, we have this, again, Crunchy. This crunchy. Cadbury Crunchy. A lot of these feel British. Yes. So thank you, James. Any Skittles? Flavor. Any Skittles? Cadbury Twirls. Twirls. A lot of ca- intense Cadbury chocolate hit. So that's four candies. I haven't heard of one of them. Are they British? There's many, many more. Whisper. Cadbury Whisper. This is, Adam, you and I have often joked that it's hard to name a soda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The closest we've ever come was you said Zwam. Zwam. And then somebody, <laughs> I wish I could remember his handle. You know who you are. Yes. Thank you. You follow us on Twitter. Yes. Thank you. You designed a can of Zwam. <laughs> 
And it was beautiful. Yes, it And really it was, was really great. Yes. You've named five candies now that are all, they could be sodas. Maltesers, Whisper, Crunchy, Arrow. Okay. Yeah. How many more candies in the box? Many. Like 12? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go for three more. Okay, great. Here we have a timeout wafer. A lot of these are Cadbury brands. So I think Cadbury, okay. in America, this is my sort of loose understanding. In America, I think we know the egg. The Cadbury mm. egg is like the thing we know and love. Yes. Cadbury's oeuvre is clearly f- far more expensive than just the egg. And I, I wonder think in England, why we only with... wanted the egg. I think that's just – Imagine that meeting between Britain and America, <laughs> our candy bosses yeah, the candy, in the same room. Candy kings. Cadbury shows them their whole like portfolio of this could all be yours yes, for exactly. a price. Exactly. The Americans huddle up. Yes. They go back. They look at the Brits and they say, we just want the egg. Give us the egg. But there's so many more <laughs> – up. we just – Want but but whisper and crunchy and time out. No, no, no. Just the, just egg. the egg. Just the egg. They know. Yeah. That's okay. sort of what trickled down to us. Okay. Um, I mean, we could, again, there's so many more What's in here. the biggest, which the biggest one left? All right. This the, is yeah, the big I one. Can, oh, holy crap. <laughs> that looks like an M80. <laughs> that looks like a stick of dynamite. <laughs> this might as well be. Wow. Nestle, Smarties, but not the Smarties we know, or are they? I it's mean, all crazy. Gee, that looks like an inner tube. Yeah, really. You the, could sit on that and go down a lazy river those are the biggest think massive spree yeah hubcaps i I think these might even be like chocolate so again i think these are like uk versions of candy there was a time in my like high school life where my friends would talk about like yo what kind of weapon do you have next to your bed really but not like a real weapon. it would just be like i have my bike lock in case someone breaks in i'll hit him with my bike lock something dumb they're all dumb little things i have a little baseball bat yes okay sure yes I would put this giant tube of Smarties. <laughs> it is a weapon. I mean, that's a, a, um, an adult male forearm size of candy. Struck hard enough, this would not go unconscious. Yes. No, it does. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and we honestly, I'm looking at the array of candies that I've even taken out of the box, and that's half. Okay. That's half. So, you know what, Adam? A little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. You and I are recording two no jokes today. Yes. Why don't we open the second half of that box of candy? Great. Go through the other candies Great. in the next episode. Sounds good. Who knows what that episode will be about? <laughs> exactly. We definitely don't. There will be a candy interruption. We'll get there. Great. Thank you again, James. Thank you so much. At Not a Comedy Agent. Once again, we have a second podcast, Patreon slash No Joke Pod. Thank you very, very much. We only have a few minutes now to talk about printers. I just wanted to say one thing about printers. Yes. Love the brother. Yeah. Love the brother brand. <laughs> You know that I love my brother, Printer. You're so loyal to I brother. love my sister, Kristen. I love my brother, Printer. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> one freaky thing that I don't – it seems like across all printers, they sometimes just kick in. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> and that's a ghost? That's true. <laughs> Is that brother? What are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Is that like maintenance? Because that's spooky as hell. Sometimes you'll just be sitting there reading a book and then suddenly from across the room it's just like zoom, zoom. Printer paper doesn't come out, but it's just like I'm here too, Bill. It is just like a. It is like it's tapping you on the shoulder. Why do I, they just kick in? Why do they kick in? I, it makes me what that is definitely true. Right. Uh, every printer I've ever been around has a little bit of a mind of its own. Yes. And randomly, whether they're on or off, right. almost, yes. will just That's sort true. of activate. It's like the equivalent of, like, sometimes your vacuum might just, like, go drive through your <laughs> yeah. living room on its own. Yeah. It's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Why did it just turn up? It almost makes you think it's like a cleaning, like a maintenance, like you said, like it's like a self-cleaning right. moment, maybe? Right. Sure. Maybe, but it is true. Printers um, are smarter than us. Yes. And they are living things, and they're practically sentient beings. They're ghosts. They're ghosts. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. We spent about 90 seconds talking about printers. That <laughs> You've heard of the ghost in the machine. This is ghost in this specific machine, a.k.a. Billy's brother printer. Good. Brother loyal. Brother loyal. Adam, it is the second act break. 
I mean, what we want to get into, and we'll tease it now in yes. the third act, is 3D printing. 3D printing. Literally, the reason why we got <laughs> the suggestion was somebody was like, the future of 3D printing is really interesting. And we're like, we agree. What does it mean? Yeah. So we'll try and unknot that in the third act. Yes. But first, we have to do a song. Yes. Brother. 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 The Everly Brothers. Brother oh. Ali. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the Everly Brothers. What was that one song? Did they yeah. do that one song? Yeah. What's that one song? Yeah, they had Paul Simon as a big Everly Brothers fan. What is their one song? They that's, ha- a, that's a good question. <laughs> only we had all the world's information in our uh, cell phones yeah, or computers and a, devices. Yeah, exactly. If only we could look it's at not, that. It's not, will you still love me tomorrow? I don't think that was Did the they have Everly a song Brothers. From Top Gun? What's the big song? From Top no, Gun. No, Top Gun was oh, right. Danger Zone. Way to, to the Danger Zone. That danger Zone. Yeah. Was that about – what was the Danger Zone? <laughs> yeah. Was the highway the takeoff the and then the Danger way? Zone was – was that was an air fight? Air Was fight? the Danger Zone an the air fight? Air fight? And it, should was there it? be a Skyway to the Danger Zone? Highway to the Danger, danger zone. zone. Generally, the Danger Zone. Yeah. I think it's a bit more metaphorical. I think I've actually heard Corvetti refer to the hallway that leads to his bathroom as the Highway to the Danger Zone. Yes, that sounds like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's that. That sounds like Steve. Um, um, but brothers. I mean, plenty of, of uh, brothers. The Neville Brothers. The Neville Brothers. What's a Neville Brothers song? Oh, Don't know much. I don't know how I love you. Honestly, <laughs> all I need to know. I be... <laughs> what is that song called? I, think... I don't know much. Maybe. We truly don't know no. much. Right. No. That's definitely them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it definitely is, but in my mind's memory. They were is. also the touch, the feel of cotton. They were? The they did a cotton jingle? They might have just done one jingle. That's wild. All right, fine. So we'll do that Neville Brothers Neville song. Brothers. There was also that other song. I knew a girl, she ruled my oh, world. Oh, that Wycliffe-like sample, yeah. maybe. Yeah, that's Whatever right. Whatever she needs, she yeah. supplied. Living in paradise. That was just that Wycliffe song. Yeah, that's what was that one. song? Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. That's exactly name. correct, Bill. That was a pretty good one. Maybe we should Should we that. do Mona Lisa? I think that we probably should. Okay. With Aaron Neville and Wycliffe Jean. What was the other Neville Brothers song? I just want to compare one last time. No, much. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Dude, I'm not. Well, maybe in the break we'll confirm that that was the Neville Brothers because Let's... that is a dynamite tune. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll just have to play the Wycliffe song okay. for now. Okay. But I don't know much. <laughs> we'll come right back okay. with more No Joke Pod. Sorry about that last act. Look at this face. I know the years are showing Look at this life I still don't know where it's going I don't know much But I know I love you That may be all I need to know Look at these eyes They've never seen what matters Look at these dreams So big and so better I don't know much I don't know I love you That may be all I need to know So many questions Still left unanswered. So 
so much I've never broken through So blessed with inspiration Look at this soul Still searching for salvation I don't know much But I know I love you And that may be all I need to know Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Aaron Neville and Linda Ronstadt. Switched it up on y'all. What a freaking song. We realized we listened to both. We needed less Wyclef. We needed more Neville, y'all. Yeah. Yep. It's like... I, I just wonder, I wonder, I mean, we've joked about, like, I think you even wrote a sketch about the Neville Brothers, just, oh, like, talking. That was, like, like, our first yeah, five months of being of, a sketch comedy. Yeah. I think it was a talk show hosted by the Neville Brothers, <laughs> and the guests were getting so frustrated, because <laughs> they, they knew what they were going to say. <laughs> but they took so long to get it out. I period. Just, period. <laughs> I just wonder if, like, I just wonder how much of that, like, yeah. voice was affected because it is such a, like, such an affect. The Neville brothers had a football game. Guy catches a Hail Mary or he's running down the field. Are they going, <laughs> or are they like, go, exactly. go, go, go? Yeah. Oh, you want me to sing? Let me be. Yeah. Is that like, uh, <laughs> like, did the Bee Gees? Did the Bee Gees, yeah. did they have uh, male voices? Because they always sang. They were up in the falsetto. Yeah, exactly. And that was clearly affected. That was like their style to like be falsetto. But right. the Neville Brothers, right. there's something weirdly different about that where like sound, like I would believe that it's their organic voice and I would believe that it's like essentially their singing pop star character voice. Right. You think that they like turned that, do you think they must turn that up a little? I, I think, right? I assume. Man. Because it's funny sounding. That's a good song. It's a great song. That's That song, I feel like, is the cousin of... Um, <laughs> do, no, 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 Summer yep. breeze makes, makes me feel mm, right. Mm. Going through the jasmine in my mind. 
Oh, that, that harmony is going to sound really good. good on that <laughs> we apologize to you, everyone. Yeah. Good time for music. Good time for music. Uh, but yes, that was Aaron Neville yeah. and Linda Ronstadt. Really good. Really good. Really good. It's the I- third act of the No Joke Podcast. Yes. Adam, did you want to say something? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, third act of the No Joke Podcast. Yes. This episode is loosely, Print- loosely. Printers. 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 Okay, Adam. So, the future is now. 3D printers. They exist. They exist. People are printing cheeseburgers and guns, I think. <laughs> I think they're definitely printing guns. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're printing cheeseburgers. Okay. I also thought they were printing cheeseburgers. Okay, great. Tell me what you think you know about printers. Let me ask the first 3D printers. Yeah. Let me ask the first cursory question. Yes. How much do you think a, print, a 3D printer costs? Great question, Billy. Um, okay. Let me just kind of talk, talk, think out loud here. Yeah. I think if a regular brother printer, for mm-hmm. example, yes. is, I, I, oh God, and you help me out here. Is that going to be one ninety nine or 99 bucks? A brother laser is going to cost you between 150 and 300. Okay, great. Okay. A couple hundred bucks. A 3D printer, in my mind, it's got to be a thousand dollars. Okay. a thousand dollars. You're not wrong. Right. <laughs> you can get online 3D printers that seem like full... Fairly functional, yeah. Uh, and the more expensive they get, you know, the bigger they get. Yeah, from six hundred to yeah. about ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So that's just the ballpark of how that's much these things cost. Yeah. What? How do you think three D printers work? It's an amazing question. Okay. I don't know how they work. My okay. Knee jerk idiot brain assumption is that instead of ink cartridges, it's like pl- maybe something like plastic. Okay. They're like plastic. Uh, molecules or no. plastic, shall I say, bits? Okay. <laughs> and, and that if you're like, I want to print out a coffee cup, mm-hmm. that the printer will then arrange all the plastic bits. Okay. In a you're way. You're not so wrong. <laughs> you're not so wrong. And then a coffee cu- – now, and a coffee cup comes out two-dimensionally. That yes. Then you arra- then, then you would, I guess, print out each maybe four sides of a coffee cup two-dimensionally and then arrange it yourself. So this is what I've learned. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. Kind of. Great. <laughs> <clears throat> what you need is a 3D printer yeah. and you need a computer. Great. You need on the computer to have a design program mm-hmm. where you can design the object that you want to make. Wow. And it can make most things. How it actually builds those things. Yeah. Sheets, thousands and thousands of tiny little sheets that are so small that they fuse together each time they print and they follow the design pattern and they're so thin that they can bend, they can curve so that they can make like gears and screws or guns or literally anything because they're so small and they're fused together each time. So think about like a copy machine. Yes. You know how each time a page comes out of the copy mm-hmm. machine, it's like ka-chunk, and then mm-hmm. like it moves down an inch, mm-hmm. and then another page comes out, ka-chunk, mm-hmm. moves down an inch? Mm-hmm. Imagine if they never moved down an inch, but the pages kept gluing on top of one another. To create a physical thing? Yes. So then what physically comes out of the printer? Like Sheets. Sheets. It's firing tiny, tiny film sheets yeah. that continually stack on top of one another. And the printer, like uh, the thing that shoots out the sheets, is moving in the direction of the design. So if I'm printing out a coffee cup, what is being emitted from the printer itself? The sheets. The sheets that then you and me, Adam, engineered into a coffee cup? So it's – okay. So this is turning into one of those conversations where if I have to be the expert, (laughs) we're in trouble. My cure-all is sheets. Yeah. So I'm going to refer (laughs) – Sheets. I'm going to refer to a website – an article about 3D printing – from the independent, Great. and I'm going to scan down to Great. the section, how do 3D printers work? Great. Fascinated. You start by designing a 3D object on an ordinary home PC, cool. connect it to a 3D printer, yeah. press print, sit back and watch. So far, Bill's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> sit back easy. and watch. The process is a bit like making a loaf 
of sliced bread, but in reverse. Okay. Okay. Sheets. Feeling good about my sheets work. Great. Sheets. Imagine baking each individual slice of bread and then gluing them together onto a whole loaf. Okay. As opposed to making a whole loaf and then slicing it like a baker does. That's basically what a 3D printer does. I understand that. Feeling good about – okay, so they did a little better than sheets. I understand that. The 3D printing process takes a a whole object into thousands of tiny little slices – they said slices. Sheet. We call them sheets here at No Joke. No Joke calls yeah, them sheets. Yeah, we call them sheets here. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, so you, got, you understand that yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. What are the opportunities? Have you ever broken something only to find it's no longer sold and you can't replace it? Yes. 3D printing means you can uh, simply print a new one. Great. That world where you can make almost anything at home is very different from the one we live in today. Yes. It's a world that doesn't need uh, the lorries to deliver goods or warehouses to store them in, where nothing is ever out of stock. It's a world where everyday items are made to measure to your requirements. That means furniture made to fit your home, shoes to made, made to fit your feet. Shoes. Yes, <laughs> shoes. You can get some of these things now if you're wealthy, but 3D printing brings uh, also affordable options. And they go on and on yeah. about things you can make. Okay. Yeah, I so, mean, so it poses kind of a – sorry, Billy, what were we going to say? No, please. I mean, it poses a deeply existential question, which is like if – we can get to the point. I mean, like little printing out shoes. Yeah, is a that's mind blowing. I don't know if I'll ever wrap my mind around that. I understand the sheets. I understand that. I understand the sure. loaf of bread in reverse. Okay, but the the deeply existential philosophical question about three D printing. Right. Will it render all of commerce obsolete and all of if you can print anything you want? Right. Will we stop buying things? Right. And and. It's becoming – that's another – like that's a big form of magic Yeah, where it's like we can make things out of nothing. Yeah. Quote, unquote, nothing. I, that, I, that feels like the future on another level. It almost still feels unreal to me. I know intellectually and I've, I've seen the articles and I like – I've seen that this guy 3D printed a hat and right. it's like amazing. Right. Why do I still not believe it? It just feels unbelievable At to the me. beginning of this act when we started talking about 3D printing, <laughs> uh, I asked you what you knew about it. Yeah. And one of the things you thought you knew was that you can print hamburgers. Yeah. And you didn't seem that impressed or surprised or shocked by that fact. Yeah. You're like, I think you can print hamburgers now. <laughs> but when I just lofted out the word shoes, your mind blew. Yeah, well, yeah. Why are you so affected by printing shoes versus hamburgers? I mean, the che- because the che- – Is it because I- that's – <clears throat> somehow a little more realistic in your mind's eye. It's like, oh, I can see a shoe. Huh, wait. I guess, I guess because, okay, well, yeah, that's a really good question because food, I'm familiar with like uh, astronaut ice cream, like powder that becomes a thing. Dehydrated and, like, food. Exactly. Sure. So like I, my mind has a precedent for like, like life hacking or like gaming right. the food system and like in weirdly synthetic inventing a food thing. Got it. I can sort of understand that. Right. But making shoes, making shoes making in your shoes office, shoes from nothing, making shoes in your home office, blows my mind in a way that's like, well, so like, what is in the pr- like? Are, is there cloth in the printer? Sheets, sheets, slices. But like, what physically and literally, what are the sheets made of? Um, I listened, I read a little <laughs> bit about that, yeah. and it's a bunch of plastic materials that I can't and you wouldn't know. Plastic, plastics, right? A bunch of plastic. So like, if I print a shoe out, it's pla- it's a plastic shoe. Hmm. It's a pla- it's innately a plastic. <laughs> it's innately a plastic shoe. That's, that's a good question. Great. I, I wish I, that was in the article. You, yeah. Okay. So it's a good question, though. And like, is yeah. will they all be plastic? Yeah. I don't know. But what they ask yeah. is, is it the next big thing? Yes. Is it realistic? Yeah, really. Okay. Yes, if you're a product designer or engineer, but for most people, no. Right. So it sounds like people who probably do this professionally and have the funding to yeah. probably not make it just a big plastic shoe. Yes. Uh, guys like you and I could probably print out something in the shape of a foot. <laughs> <laughs> a rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Like all yeah. new technologies, the industry hype is a few years ahead of the consumer reality. Yeah. It's an emerging technology, which means like home computers or mobile phones, most people will remain skeptical about needing a 3D printer until everyone has one. And then we'll all wonder how we ever manage yeah, to Yeah, I get that's totally, that is totally, totally the case. And it's also one of those things, not to use another shoe metaphor, but it's like, don't blame the shoes on the fault of the feet. It's like, oh. I, I'm assuming that the 3D printer is almost as good as the designer right as like the gra- as like the human being operating it or designing the shoe safe to say i think that's a <laughs> very safe assumption yeah so that being said adam yeah we have a few minutes left yeah let's uh pose a hypothetical world yeah you and i were both gifted one thousand dollar 3d printers wow thanks james we both received yeah. them yeah, james. yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. the british candies were great yeah. um cool what do you you sit down you have 30 minutes to uh, choose the object you 3D print. Yes. What do you think you 3D print? That's a, what a great question. Yeah. Um, what am I going to 3D print? And let's say, so to like add some limits, Yeah. it's plastic. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll, I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing. Wow. Spare glasses frames. Oh, many, baby. many, 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 many identical spare glass. I want a a stacked full roster of glasses. Frames. Wow. Can I do that? Yes, you can. I think that, yeah. I mean, But like, no lenses. Could you do? I mean, like that seems like it's a beyond the pale. Can you, you can't print out lenses? Can you vision? You can't <laughs> like print vision. vision. Can you? Can you? Can you print glass? I wonder <laughs> if you can print glass. glass. I wish we had more time in the episode. Yes, thousands of glasses. Frames. That's what I would do. I would just like because I'm always worried about breaking my glasses. It's always a hassle to go to the optometrist. It's always a hassle to go get new frames. I would just like print out a thousand backups. Clever. That's what I would do. Clever, Bill. I would. <laughs> you and I both wear similar glasses. Yeah. I would print out thousands and thousands of glass cases <laughs> so that all of our glasses – Smart Billy. Is that okay? But our glasses? It's my pleasure to print out your glasses. And it's my pleasure to keep them safe. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and I will keep them safe. That's fantastic. All right. <laughs> Looks like we need some new printers, Adam. New printers. That episode was off the rails. Yeah, I really love that. Good. Good, good, good. I have a shit ton to learn about 3D printing. Yes. But it's there now. It's there. This is a very futuristic podcast. We've talked about cryptocurrencies in the past weeks and 3D printers. Both things we know nothing about. (laughs) But here we are. We don't know much. But we know (laughs) For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.